Welcome, and also welcome back. Thank you for joining us in our encounter exploration. My wife Mary and I are so thrilled to have you every time. Please like, share, and subscribe to help us get discovered by others searching for more encounters with God. If you'd like to give financially into our ministry at BiblesForAll.com, that would be so helpful. We're very happy to offer this podcast for free to you, but there are many costs to producing it, and we'd love to grow in the quality of our production with your help. Let's begin with prayer, because prayer works. It's powerful, and we are prayer. We pray that we know the precious unity that Jesus wanted us to know, that we would know the Father and spend every hour with Him, that we'd know His love, that we'd know what He is doing and what He is saying, and that we'd grow confident in receiving that as our way. May we each be fully present now with the Holy Spirit, Father God, and Jesus. Lord, help us to cultivate the desire to constantly be in the house of feasting with you and all that you are serving to the sons and daughters of God. We declare that we are high above the accuser right now in the heavenly places that you have prepared for our souls, fully alive and here in the land of the living. We command every principality lie our persuasive deceiver to be completely silenced during this time of intentionality to hear from you. Give us eyes that see and ears that hear you. Let's begin our encounter adventure today in 2 Timothy chapter 3 from the Mere Bible. We want to again thank the Mere Bible for allowing us special use of this translation for our podcast. If you are interested in downloading the Mere Bible app, you should. It's amazing. Search for Mere Bible in the App Store or visit app.mereword.net. 2 Timothy chapter 3 Know also that there will be days where the extremities of people's fallen mindsets will be very obvious, where the gulf between heavenly grace thinking and earthly legalism thinking will be most pronounced. For people will be absorbed with their own selfish ambitions, in love with money and the illusion of how it can make their dreams come true, living a lie of pretense and vanity loving the limelight, engaged in hurtful gossip and indifferent to their parents, taking everything for granted, ungrateful and having no genuine regard for that which is sacred, typically calloused and without affection, unforgiving, displaying the characteristic of an accusing diabolical mindset. They are without self-control savage and cynical. They easily betray friendship, are typically impulsive, living in pretense like a fire that is all smoke and no flame.
addicted to sensual pleasures, but averse to God. Their make-believe devotion denies the very dynamic of God. Avoid their hypocrisy. They sneak into the homes of vulnerable women like wolves in sheep's clothing, and under the pretense of ministry, they shepherd them into snares of exaggerated longings and the intoxicating lies of law language. These women are like sitting ducks. They never seem to learn. They fall for anything that remotely sounds like a Bible study and fail to tell the difference between window shopping, the promises, and mere gazing, the truth. These guys with their deadly, legalistic Jewish agendas seem to be on par with the two Egyptian magicians, Janus and Jambres, who tried their best tricks to compete with Moses. The supernatural is not proof of faith. These people oppose the truth. Their minds are fully engaged in selling their religious self-help programs, and they stubbornly refuse to acknowledge what God believes about them. Enough is enough. Their self-help systems are exhausted. Their folly shall be an exhibit of all to realize, just like Janus and Jambres. As my close associate and travel companion, you fully participate in everything that my teaching and life proclaims. You share my resolve, my belief, my fortitude, my love, my perseverance. You have witnessed the persecutions and hardships that I endured in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra. At any time, I could have been swept away by these, but the Lord dramatically rescued me out of every single situation. Somehow, everyone who determines to live a life entwined in beauty and worship in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. People who are trapped in the mindset of hardships, labors, and annoyances will continue to desperately try to get mileage out of a dead and redundant system. The lie that they believe is the very currency in which they trade. In sharp contrast to this deceptive duty-driven system, continue to fully engage yourself in the certainty of what you have learned, knowing the integrity of your source. The sacred scriptures that you were raised with from your mother's womb dynamically point you to the explicit clarity of salvation. God's belief was always wrapped up in Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ and his work of salvation is the theme of scripture. The value of scripture in its most complete context is always found God's prophetic voice, inspiring a thorough education in the revelation of righteousness. This is what carries the breath of God and gives substance and proof to accurately gauge what is being taught. Being thoroughly schooled in the word of righteousness will equip you to be fully refreshed in sparkling newness of life, giving you a fresh start to tackle every relevant and good task with renewed inspiration.
one of the reasons we include the scriptures in these podcasts is so that the word will wash you off as it seems to do with us. Sometimes Mary and I will wake in the morning together and the atmosphere is tense. We might bicker back and forth or we might bring up a sore topic and so on. However, we keep a regular habit, sometimes more regular than other times, of reading through the Bible each year. I often watch as the word seems to clean the atmosphere where I am or where we are. We can be at home or away in an Airbnb or elsewhere, and I watch the word do its thing. And this is often included with some revelation and more, but almost regardless, it seems to wash the atmosphere. The Bible book is not some sort of power, but the contents of that book are life and Jesus. Within the context of relationship, the simple reading of the word will always pull the manifest presence of Jesus into the room. This is a valuable asset that Mary and I use often, and we hope we can hand to you during these casts. Can you take note now of the difference before you begin listening and now how the atmosphere feels? Take a moment to consider it, not for our sake, but to just realistically determine if the Word of God is having a manifested impact on your life today. If it has allowed peace or inspired you with passion and so on, and you have received a deposit from heaven, my friend. Your heavenly account has been injected with new funds. That is so awesome, and we sincerely pray that you can easily identify with it. The word should have an impact on us. The book is just a book, but the word is alive for us. As a prophetic act today, take out your sword, which is the word of God, and use it to slice through any lack of peace or unsteadiness that is filling your atmosphere. Do that now. If there's anything there, slice through it now. Keep going. Get into it. And get into a fighter stance and get serious and take the weight of the Word of God and slice through that enemy's presence until all that is left is the peaceful presence of God. Do you feel the peace? Has there been an increase of peace? From that atmosphere of peace, I want you to ask Father God if there is any religious self-help type shrine or nonsense in your life like Paul talked about. Ask if money has been in control, or if you have been in control of money, for example. Say, Father God, am I allowing any religious activity? 
an activity that isn't fruit of the vine of relationship I have in you, to have my time and my resources. Father God, is religion my master or my servant? If the answer is that religion is your master, then ask what lie you are believing. Ask what is the truth. Awesome. Write that down. You can repeat this after me. Say, Father God, am I my money's master? Or is money my master? If you hear that money is your master, then ask what lie you are believing. If you need to forgive someone for giving you that lie to believe, if the Lord pointed out a memory or a time in your past where you picked it up, do the work of forgiveness and then ask for the truth. Today might be a big new day. Especially if it is the first time you used a prophetic act like this and got pulled into a real encounter with the living God in his heaven on earth. This determination may reveal how the same God has been encountering you for many years and will eventually reveal how God is really everywhere and in everything. The good news, he is for you and not against you. He's hidden there for you and not from you. Seek him and find him. Seek like a king before you share as his priest. What you begin to find and uncover will cross the boundary of word only and enter into your own truth. You'll begin to live there. We pray blessing on you. May you be prosperous today from the inside of your spirit, through your soul, and then out into every circumstance of your day. May joy, hope, and peace overflow from within you abundantly. God is not short on encounters, my friend. I pray that the supply of heaven fill your life with infinite wealth that overwhelms and overcomes every deficit of this world around you and others here in this world. 
in Jesus name. To learn more, visit our website at biblesforall.com. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.